Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Spreading the News. Today, I am here with my hosts, Brian. What's up, guys? And we're also here with Danny today. Yo. So uh, first off, we just wanted to say thank you to everyone for listening last week. Um, we think it went really well. Um, we're not going to really get into any specifics, though, because we just want to jump right in. So our very first segment of the day today is going to be about spring training. So, boys, how Brian, how are we feeling about spring training so far? I, I'm going to preface this again by saying that I don't put much stock into spring training. Never. Um, like I know that we've talked about this. One of the best spring training Yankees of all time is Greg Bird, and he still is continuing that trend by homering off the Yankees with Toronto now. Um, but all in all, I think everyone that we want to look good has looked good. I've been happy with everybody. Uh, the only concern today was Garrett Cole. If we want to start with that, Danny, your thoughts about that today? Oh boy. Yeah, he he got a little rock today, but again, like. As we talked about with Sevy last week, their pitch mixes and that their pitch usage isn't going to be what it is. Like spring training, it's his first start. He's just kind of feeling out what he's got, seeing what he's got to start the year. And I feel like, obviously, like we said, we're not worried about Garrett Cole. He'll have it figured out by opening day. He'll be our ace. Yeah, just to kind of like talk about, I'll kind of elaborate a little bit on what you were saying. Like today I was watching um, his start with my brother and mm. he was uh, <laughs> he was very uh, – vocal about being upset over his start today <laughs> um i don't really I'm, put much stock into with... it what were you saying brian what danny said about um what danny said about the pitch sequences i i 100 agree with that these guys aren't going to be throwing the the sequences that they're going to be throwing they're going to feel out their fastball especially for a guy like cole as much as we probably don't want to talk about it he's still probably not completely used to throwing without the grip stuff he was using last year. So that's going to be important for him to figure out. Um, yeah. Yeah. I saw um, in, in, t- in today's start in his start, I think his first at bat, he only threw fastballs and it was like yeah. six pitches. I think it was. And um, I also saw relating back to talking about like the um, spider tack that like that's been rumored. Um, he um, or not rumored. It was confirmed it was last confirmed. year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw that his uh, spin rate was a lot higher today than it was last year. So hopefully mm-hmm. he figured that out. And that's, I think that's already a really good sign for him. That is a very good sign. But yeah, and we saw that with Severino, like they're just trying to throw a lot of fastballs, seeing what they could get, they, what they could get up to right now in terms of velocity and then just seeing what they got. It's early. Yeah. So do you guys have any, um, let's start off with, I guess your most watched hitter so far. So who, <laughs> who you guys had your eyes on most? At the bat, I don't. I don't think I. I was gonna be saying this, but I, as I'm sure we all have been, have been very impressed with Marwin Gonzalez. I mean, Marwin, <laughs> that was my pick. I mean, he's Just got eight bats, two home runs, three hits. I mean, we all loved him in. Well, Brian said he loved him in 2017 when he was on the Astros when he did have a good year. But again, why did he have that good year? Because the Astros were cheating. So coming in when the Yankees signed him to what, what was it, a minor league deal. And I didn't think that he would really, I didn't think, honestly, I knew there was a shot he'd make the team, but really it's Marvin Gonzalez. I didn't think he would play. Danny, what are, his, what are his numbers? On the team. What are his numbers so far this spring? Do you have them on you right now? Yes, he's hitting 375. I mean, only eight at bats, but 375. He's got two homers, five RBIs, a walk. I mean, yeah, he can't had a, much more than that in eight at bats. He had a pretty bad error today. Um, he, he made a nice diving, diving play. He made, the routine, the, he couldn't make the routine throw, which was uh, pretty ugly. His throw was really ugly. Yeah, and, and he, I mean, he's 
the guy that if he does make the team, we're going to be relying on him to play a number of different, different positions. He is going to be the utility guy. So. Yeah, he's versatile. I think, uh, I think he's got a really good chance of making the club. Talking about that 2017 year, which again, I was shocked looking back at this year, how good it actually was. I remember it being really good. And of course they were cheating. So you maybe have to look into the home road splits on this, but um, listen, you got to put the bat on the ball. This guy hit, he hit 303. He had an OPS of 907 and he hit 23 homers, 90 RBIs. When was this? He was <laughs> yeah, 19th. Two, that, was 17th. He was 19th in the MF, and the MVP voting. But, <laughs> yeah, by but chance, they were cheating have... for anybody who doesn't know that Rose the Astros scandal, <laughs> the sign stealing, that they were cheating. Well, how about, how about we look at such a good year and he hasn't been. Uh, how about we look at his, his, his 19 with the twin. In 19 with the twins, so that's off, right? That's over. He sucked. Yeah. Um, he didn't. No, I, he didn't I really suck. wouldn't. He, I would not consider this year sucking. He he hit 264. He hit 736 OPS. It's, it's a below league average, but it's not terrible. It's not. It's, that's fine for you. Solid guy. for your just utility guy. That's 15 be homers. The didn't he suck Still one year? Homers. Uh, he had a really. Didn't he have a really bad year? Was it the? He's been bad. Year? He's been. He's been very bad since that year. Yeah, okay. he has, and okay, he so hasn't played. He hasn't played a full season since. I mean, again, in 2019, he did play 114 games. He played 114 games, so that's not even a okay. Full well, regardless, so his numbers we could went agree down that, significantly. Well, we could agree that his last full season was. I would consider that a very productive year. Yeah, he's one yeah. work out of 114 games a full season, right? especially. Especially most games to play. Especially for like 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 we have him at on a minor league deal right now, so like. If he can give us anything close to that year, that's a serious, serious pickup. I mean, yeah, if he could just be a guy that gets I mean, up yeah, there, doesn't a, strike was... out, could play a lot of positions, I mean, you can't really ask for more, like you right. said, on a minor league deal. He's a switch hitter. He's a switch hitter. The Yankees only have one of those as of now. If, I, if I'm not if I'm wrong, correct me, but they could use some more. It's another versatile guy you could throw in there in the bench, like from the bench, any, any game against lefty or righty if you need. He could yeah. play all over the field. I mean, he could be a very valuable piece to that bench, Yeah, um, to be honest. Who uh, who else have you had your eye on, Brian? I was definitely going to say Connor Fleffa. Um, That's a good pick, he right came there. In, I got to get the exact stats, but he he came in right away. He was raking his first his first at bat. He had that double. He got another hit later in that game. He has. I don't I don't think he's had a home run, but he's not going to hit home runs anyway. He's been what we thought he was going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, although again, spring. Yeah, that's going to get base hits and someone. Again, if you have anything more on Connor Fleffer, you could say, but again, who I think one of the biggest ones who we badmouth last week and pretty much badmouth all the time is Kyle Higashioka. I mean, he's hitting, he? he's six for 12 right now. That's don't, don't include me in badmouthing Kyle Higashioka. Oh, stop. Oh, stop. Give me my credit for being a Higgy <laughs> fan. Always look. No, the only thing, the only thing the that I've had against Higgy so far throughout his Yankees tenure is that, is that. It's not even his fault either. It's like it's it's Garrett Cole. I mean, it's that he yeah. needed to be Garrett Cole's personal catcher when we had Gary. But obviously, there's no excuse for that now. So I'm mm. I don't want to say I'm on board for having Higgy as our starting catcher. But I am not on board with having Higgy. I'm not on catcher. board with it. But like if if like that's what they have to roll out with. I mean, I guess I understand. He's really good. He does. Re- he's really good at framing, and right. um, he's like a. I mean, what 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 catchers are good at hitting not many so i guess that's exactly where i was going i think if you really look at it with higgy higgy as we like to call him with quotes his the aaron boone yes. famous nickname higgy yes higgy thank you for clarifying um, that brian we needed that i, I think <laughs> higgy is 
are we in agreement that he's an above average defensive catcher, elite framer, blocks everything? When yes, I say but everything, he has a everything. Arm. Yeah. From the eye Nothing. test. I don't know his actual statistics, but the eye test, he has a bad arm. I don't either. Yeah. Well, like his if, frame, I mean, I'm looking at. bring um, him up, but if we want to compare Gary, Gary's arm is better. Yes, Gary did have an above average arm, but I'm looking at his baseball savant and he didn't play enough games to do like a whole report. But he is in the 84th percentile for spray for framing. And obviously that's top in the league. That's if you don't know how percentiles work, 84. That's top 16. He's in, in the, the top league. 10. He's in the top 10-ish. Um, I think of all of them, he's in the top 10, I want to say. You check that because I know there's a, there's a list of that framing. But if we can agree, I think Higgy's obviously the framing is actually they talk about that a lot. And I think it's really important, especially with and we know I don't want to badmouth them, but all the major league umpires are guys that we don't like because they're bad at their job and he actually used that to his advantage and he gets the strikes but the main thing and yeah again he's not going to gun everyone out but he's he's still accurate with it but the the ball doesn't fly out of his hands like gary but he blocked everything i know just said nothing gets by him you're never going to see like Mm -hmm. those those um pass balls with him that have costed the yankees so much in the past yeah it's just like I guess when you're when you're not talking defensively, the thing you worry about is losing out on Gary Sanchez's home run production because you're not going to get that with Higgy. Although yeah. he has been, hitting I might the disagree. Ball. He has been hitting the ball really <laughs> was, hard in spring. So, remember when he first came up I and he disagree. hit like his think... first five hits in the major leagues were home runs or something like that. There's a reason we call Higgy Daddy Hacks. There's a reason for <laughs> Daddy that. Hacks. The home run stroke. He swings. Daddy he Hack not... Higgy. Get cheated. Does not get cheated. But I mean, I think, in honestly, 67 games, he's definitely not going to hit for average. I mean, is... in 67 games last year, I mean, basically in the ninth spot, he's almost going to be an automatic out. I hate saying that, but he basically almost is. He in no. 67 games, in 67 games, 193 plate appearances, 181. Who's hitting 635 oh, OPS? That is disgusting. And home runs. We're gonna uh, act like Gary was better. Like, we're, is oh, we're all big Gary Sanchez fans now. I mean, we're look, not saying we're all big Gary Sanchez, Sanchez fans guys, now. Look, look. At least I'm going up Sanchino, there with Gary saying he could hit a home run. I mean, the Sanchino's out of the equation now. Yeah. He's out of the equation. I agree. I think. I think Higgy could give a, a Gary esque year at the plate with. Gary hit twenty three home runs. The, he's going to hit the low. He's not like, hitting twenty three home runs. Okay, I, I can I, see I like Higgy that, hitting around twenty home runs. I'm going to say that. I like it that you brought that up because I have Higgy's um um my projected stats here for him. I actually have him hitting eighteen home runs this year. Exactly, I could a hundred percent see that from him. Eighteen, I think that's he's, a good line he, for him. In his limited time. A hundred percent in his limited time. Like, first of all, have we ever seen Kyle Higashio get a single? All of his hits are home runs, yeah. <laughs> and while those hits are, while those hits are, those hits are few and hard to come by. Like he does it. Like I remember there was stretches, there are stretches where you literally couldn't get this guy out. And we're not. Let's not forget that he okay, played I wouldn't so go well at points that, that I wouldn't go actually, that far. Couldn't get this guy far. out. What the hell are you saying? Couldn't get this yes, guy out. There for like, never for been like a certain. There has never been series. a stretch with Kyle Higashioka at the plate <laughs> where I am saying you cannot get this guy out. I this is the guy I want at the plate right now. Guys, who am I? Maybe not long stretches. Guys, who am I? Maybe one yeah. game. We really liked the production that Higgy gave us behind the bat today. Really put <laughs> really special guest Aaron Boone in the pod. Aaron Boone joins us. I'm looking at Higashioka's 162 game average. If you're going to care about that, it's 162 game average. I do average. care about I mean, that. He has only played 139 games, though, in his career. He has not even played 162. But this projecting hit would have him at 23 home runs, but I, that's too high. 
but exactly, I think that 23 is home runs? as well. Look, and again, I hope 183 I'm wrong. average. I get 183 batting average, 243 op- on base percentage, 619 OPS. If you're going to do the one, 162 game average. I hope that we can come back at the end of the year and we can say, man, Chase was an idiot for saying that was too high. I hope the guy hits 40 home runs. He's not going to hit 40 <laughs> yeah. home runs, but I can't see him making it past 20. No. No. My point is with that is that everyone, and again, I understand not on the team, we don't want to talk about him, but if we, we got to compare it to Gary because everyone's upset we're not going to get that production from that we got from Gary, which I think he's going to perform relatively similar to Gary, less homers, but he's going to play a lead defense back there. Yeah, it's what you want in a catcher right now. There's no good yes. hitting catchers in the MLB. Exactly. Besides Salvador Perez. Yes, Brian, but you just said. I, I promise you, if so let's say. You just said that he goes on stretches where you cannot get this guy out, and that's just false. There's never going to be a time where you cannot. I said he, where I'm saying. If I recall, maybe I'm just, wrong, but I think I said he had. I think he said. I think I said there have been times, and I would consider that like there was a Blue Jay series where I think he had eight home runs in the series. That's, that's, Yo, that's what I'm right. talking about. Yo, there right. has been times, maybe three game stretch. You're telling me Kyle Higgy. Yeah, like two or three games. Kyle stretch. Higgy, for the viewers or the listeners right now, I'm doing quotation marks and Higgy. You're telling me Kyle Higgy. Uh, hit eight home runs in a series against the Blue Jays. Is that what you're telling me right now? With a straight face? Listen, he played no, no. That was obviously an exaggeration. But he's a had lot, some series lot. where he's been he's raked, and he also played himself in the starting lineup in the playoffs a couple times. So I am yeah, not no feeling reason, like because Cole was pitching. I'm not in shambles with Kyle Higashioka as our starting catcher. I'm just not. I think there are worse guys out there. Of course, there are better guys. But if let's just assume and listen, if he hits four homers and it hits 180, whatever. But let's just assume he hits around 20. There are not going to be many catchers that are doing that. Salvi will hit that. JT will hit that. Yasmani will hit Yasmani. that. I agree that, with you. I agree with you. I don't that. see it happening. If he could hit 20, yeah, that's we'll be happy with that. But I don't see him. Around 20. 15 to 20 of, mark would be my mark. Speaking of the Yankees catcher situation, we got an update today on Rorty. So our last podcast episode, we said, to me. we said, we don't know what's going to happen with Rorty, right? Today, we got an update, which is kind of nice. So today, we got an update that he's taking dry swings and he's catching in the bullpen today. Um, oh, that was that. this morning. Um, it's unclear if he'll have enough time to be ready for opening day. But things are looking up for the guy. Who knows? Maybe maybe he'll uh, compete his way into a job. My boy right there. Now, if you've ever seen a Me picture of ben, if you've ever seen a picture of Ben Rortvet, he is absolutely jacked. And uh, we have had problems. Rorty might be on the roids. Rorty roids. But we have had a problem in the past. I know Yankee fans. Some Yankee fans. Some boomer Yankee fans fucking hate John Carlos Stanton. Oh, my bad. Hate John Carlos Stanton <laughs> because he gets. <laughs> Because he gets hurt all the time, and people attribute that to him being too shredded and too jacked for his own good, and that leads to injuries. But and I do think that's why Rudy's hurt already, honestly, because he's exactly. so like, muscular. Yeah, I'm okay. Kind of to wrap up this whole catcher thing, I'm okay with Higgy and Rorty quotation marks around both of their names. I'm okay with them being the platoon for like maybe the f- just testing it for like the first couple months and then if it's not working out i think i'm you're gonna see that i'm gonna be really pissed now, about it let me ask you this now ben warfett yes go ahead go ahead, go ahead. you said you said that you know it's looking up for him but let's say players suffer setbacks all the time let's say maybe he misses the first month of his season do you want sure. them rolling out, you want them rolling out a platoon of kyle higashioka and bob brantley or is Three, higgy just gonna be the no everyday? higgy will no higgy higgy will be the everyday catcher and 300 I'm okay million percent I don't want I don't want 
Bob Brantley touching the field this year. Last year was all I needed to see. Was you, him rounding if that the bases. happens, he will be the catcher. Last year, had, he has I, a great story. I mean, waiting till he's 30 to crack the MLB, but that was the Higgy uh, story, though. That's exactly I, what happened Higgy's, with Higgy. Yes, but I do not care about the that storyline at all. I really don't care if he never sees an MLB field again. He doesn't deserve to. I, I watched. Care. I watched Bob Brantley round the bases with one out in Fenway Park oh, last year. That was the worst. and that was the time when I said, "Hmm, <laughs> I really hope this is the last time I see this guy in no. a Yankee uniform." And he's still on the roster. I laugh every time I see that. I could have not only that. I could imagine has... him running around the bases because guys, when they come up, I mean, yeah, he's thirty-one, but when they come up, they want to make an impression. They want to show heart. Want to show how. So I could imagine him running around the bases, thinking there's two outs, thinking to his head, like, "Oh, I'm gonna look so good. I'm about to make it to home before this ball is even caught." Yeah. <laughs> he's he's yeah, sorry, Bob. He's hustling. Sorry, Bob. Sorry, Bob. You Bob. tried. Sorry. Bob, you're an asshole. And not only that, but Bob has probably the worst arm in the entire MLB, yeah. and that goes for all position players. I've never seen anybody <laughs> with more of a rag arm than he has. I can't have him. God. I can't have him behind the dish this I, year. I, I, I've seen high school catchers. I can't see him behind the dish this year. Anyways, that's enough of catchers. High school today. that could throw the ball down second better than Rob Valley. That's enough of catchers today. What I wanted to say um, was someone that I'm looking heavy at, Gleber. Freaking Torres. Yep. Is having a crazy spring. Brian's <laughs> rolling his eyes right now. And I don't know why. Because Glaber Torres is back, baby. I already said I don't put now, stock into it. You don't put stock into yes, but he is hitting seven for sixteen. Glaber but... hit a behemoth the other night during their night mm-hmm. game. I don't know. I forget who they were playing, but he hit a behemoth home run uh to the uh, right field. See, yes, that was a great swing, hitting it to right center field. You love to see that. You love to see guys taking balls the other way, going with the pitch. However, he has had those classic Glaber Torres strikeouts where he just looks totally off balance. Those off, these, those at bats. Like I bats. saw, and it's not about the stats in spring training. You look at how comfortable they are at the plate, and yes, when he's he has one home run, he looked great. He has had singles like up the middle he's looking like good in some at bats but then he has those at bats where he's completely out in front and just looks like he's lost up there which was the problem all season last year and i mean i hope he could be the guy that already go ahead bro i've already seen two swings from him this season that i audibly said out loud to when i was watching it that was the worst swing i've ever seen and that's fine (laughs) the production's there Um, because i already said it i already said that i don't put the stock in the spring training, so I'm not going to say Glaber's going to suck again this year. We'll get into our predictions for him and other guys later. But like Danny said, it's about comfortability, and he obviously does look comfortable. He's in 4:38 in the spring right now. He looks. Yeah. We'll, we'll just have to see. I, I, we'll just have to see if you guys. We'll wait. To, we'll, how about this? We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll, wait we'll wait to talk about Glaber. We we'll move on. Um, we'll wait to talk about Glaber until we get into our predictions later on in the episode. Yep. And then we can talk about him a little more. So um, now let's pivot over to Aaron Judge. So Aaron Judge needs the extension, boys. He needs the extension. Need it. Um, um, I want him to get I, – I don't want him to get anything more than six years, but I, I don't think that's realistic. So uh, he's 30 years old right now. I think he'll probably require a seven-year deal. Danny, I want to hear your thoughts about um, that whole situation. Now, see, the thing with Aaron Judge is it's so infuriating when – Hal Steinbrenner is sitting in front of reporters saying like, yeah, that's our main, that's what we're focused on. We need to get an extension with judge. And then judge gets asked, has there been an offer? And he says, no, nobody's even talked to me. 
very frustrating. And now they're saying that within the next couple of days, they will get an offer out to him. But the thing I was worried about at first glance was the arbitration. The Yankees filed in at 17 million and he filed Aaron judge filed at 21 million. Basically what difference. that means. Yeah. Basically 4 million is a lot. It's a big difference in terms of money. Basically what that means is that Aaron judge, uh, basically thinks he deserves 21 and the Yankees think he only deserves 17. And if you guys remember back in, I think it was 2017 with Dylan Batantis, how upset and how rough and how messy yeah. that arbitration hearing was. And Aaron judge even said that he's like, I remember how upset Dylan was coming out of that arbitration. And that's, that's the last thing we want right now is to piss off our star player. He was fourth in MVP last year. I think he deserves. I have 21 million or more. But I, yeah, I have, um, like I said, we'll get into the predictions later, but I have some really uh, high hopes for him this year. Brian, what do you think about the whole situation? MVP. Um, I am in the simple mindset of give Aaron judge whatever he wants. I don't Blank care check. what it is. Be the Yankees. Like we said, last episode, give Aaron judge, whatever he wants. This guy, <laughs> um, I will go as far to say he might be my favorite Yankee ever. I mean, like I've seen, I haven't, I haven't we grew up around with him. that long. Well, I wouldn't I mean, say we grew up with him, but you know, he, I love yeah, he, like, him. no, I mean, I would like, he, he's the Yankee. He's the Yankee. He, yes, of course. But being someone our age, like he's our generation's Yankee. Like yep. that's him. It's yeah, Aaron Judge. Face. He's the face of New like, York. We've, we've already got the face even. of baseball before. Yeah, we've already yeah. had the face of baseball. I mean, while he probably is not that at the moment, he's been in the past, and he he is you know the Yankees like that's who everyone comes to yeah. see. I, the Yankees have a lot of guys that people want to see at the games, but Judge is definitely at the top of that list. I mean, they have a they have a I don't know what to call it, but they have something in the stadium built for the guy, like Judge's Chambers, Judge's Chambers. The franchise guy. Yeah. So, yeah, um, um, sorry, Brian. Go ahead. No, I, I know. Like you, you can't. Like Danny said, you can't. You can't do anything to disgruntle him. They have. Um, I mean, I'm just looking at. I'm just looking at the 2022 right field salary rankings, and I mean, got some guys in here that are that are still being paid, like just because they had big contracts. And I mean, if I'm Aaron Judge, I'm like, why is why is Charlie Blackman <laughs> making more money than me? Why is Will Myers? Is he making actually, more money what is he making? Will Myers. Which one? Blackman. Uh, Charlie Blackman is making twenty one point three million dollars. Oh my year. god! Holy I mean, they crap. gave him a bad contract, Dude. but there. When I did mean, he sign that contract? Oh, definitely a while ago. But I'm just saying, Judge could easily look at this and be like, "Man, like I deserve more yeah. than this." Yeah. For the number, for Back the numbers that Judge, mm-hmm. for the numbers that Judge has been putting up, he definitely deserves to surpass Charlie Blackman's twenty one million and and then some. So, um, I'm just okay. going to read this quote really Wait, quick. I did just look it up. The uh, Rockies gave Blackman a six-year, $108 million deal in 2018. So he's still in the middle of that contract. It's not like he's towards the end. It's not even like that's that's really a bad contract, though, because, like, if you remember, not to get sidetracked off the Yankees, but, like, he was really good for a couple years. Yeah, he was. He was. Defense was always a question, but his his hitting was – he was really good at one point. I mean, last year – last season, he still had a good season. I mean, he played 150 games, uh, 761 OPS, 270 batting average. I mean, it's not what he used to be putting up – back in like 2017 with 331 hitting, but still he's a solid player. He's going to be a good player for them. Yeah. As like contact guys don't regress as much as power guys do usually. So except for yeah. your DJ LeMay last season, I guess, but I'm going to, I'm going to read off this quick quote 
um, from Yankees pinstripes that he posted, by the way, that's just going to do a little quick plug here. That's my uh, fan page on Instagram. If you want to go follow it <laughs> yeah. at Yankees pinstripes. No, um, follow great it. Con- does a great job. Great content is appreciate you, man. <laughs> um, no, but the quote is um, I'm optimistic, but it's a short window before opening day. Uh, judge reiterated. He wants to be a Yankee for life and hopes to avoid the arbitration process. And as Danny mentioned before, Judge cited the Dylan Patances arbitration hearing in 2017, and Judge sounded um, kind of a little bit defeated over it. So, I don't think this is something that the Yankees should mess around with. Um, I think they have, I think they have to get a deal done for opening day. Judge is not the kind of guy that you want to test free agency um, because things can go south really quick. We saw what happened with Freddie Freeman. Everybody thought he was a brave for life, and obviously now he's a Dodger. Um, so Judge is definitely a guy they. I think they should absolutely lock up. And as Brian said, give him a blank check. I'm, yeah, like I'm I said confident before, it I will get also... done. I think it will get done before opening yeah. day. I just wanted to clarify before, because I'm realizing when I said earlier, when I said, I don't know what to call it. I, I know what the judges chambers are called. I meant like the stadium feature, like do I call it stadium feature or monument. I just oh, had to clear right. that up. Oh, but, okay. yeah. um, <laughs> but no, Dumbass like, doesn't know judges chambers. Judge? <laughs> that's all i can say about it like judges the, judges, no judges, i i, I didn't it up because I was, I was thinking <laughs> listen um yeah like they got he, he's got to be locked up he, he they can't let the, let him go no matter what like that was actually a really good example was the freeman thing i never saw freeman in another uniform but look what happened um, yeah bro so and, they have to get this done yeah and on top of it like it's not even like judges slowed down like last year he came at um fourth <laughs> in mvp voting yeah. He should have won MVP in 17. We don't need to talk about that. We could talk about that eventually. We could do a whole episode on that, I think. Yeah, I think we probably oh, could. <laughs> we are. In 2017, now Tuve won it over Judge in the cheating year. And even with cheating, Aaron Judge had better numbers. The only thing really that Altuve had better than him was batting average. And you know those baseball writers, man. Judge is just like a guy that, as Brian said, like this guy is the face of the Yankees right now. You can't lose him. And seeing what happened with Freddie Freeman, as I noted earlier, is like really worries me. So I think they have to get this locked up. Mm-hmm. They will. I think they will. I think they will too. I think it's just a matter of when. Hopefully it's before it gets, the season. Yeah. I mean, if it does go past opening day, then that means they won't really resume talks until probably about September or even after the season, even in that, I think we're cutting it too close. Yeah. And then they'll go to arbitration during the season, which can also get messy. Yes. In the courts. It get messy. Yeah. Um, but uh, do you guys want to say anything more about judge or do you guys want to move on? I think we're good. Blank check. Sign him. That's my closing thoughts. Do it now. Blank. Check. Hopefully by the time this is posted tomorrow, he'll be signed. Breaking news here on the pod. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but we're going to now, now we're going to pivot over to our predictions for the season. The season is only, um, I don't know how many days away it is. That's my, my 11 fault. days away. Brett, Brett days Gardner's away. days away. Appreciate Ugh. you. Appreciate you. Baby. Who is getting looked at by the Blue Jays? Can you see Brett Gardner in a Toronto Blue Jays uniform? No. No. We're talking about people who shouldn't be wearing another jersey. Brett Garner is one of those guys. I mean, not as bad as judges, but when when this when this comes out tomorrow, it'll be ten days away. To clarify, yes. as much as I love Brett Gardner, really quick, um, he's it's done. time. It's time time to close the door. He's done. Time to close the door on Brett. Yep. And but... before we get into our season outlook, uh, last week we talked about this team being soft in the past, and if you guys saw Aaron Hicks on CC Zabathia and Ryan Ruka's podcast. He said the phrase in the locker room this year is going to be have some fuck you. 
And I'm quoting there. I'm sorry for my language, but I am quoting Aaron Hicks on that. But I love hearing that. That is, I love hearing that. And Donald Donaldson is going to bring that definitely. But I love hearing that that he he said that he wants he wants team to teams to fear the Yankees coming into town. Like you see the Yankees on the schedule. Damn, the Yankees are coming to town. Let's go. I think it's that it's just it's funny that that quote came from Aaron Hicks. It's a badass quote, but Hicks is <laughs> yeah. so bad because he has none, <laughs> and he, he has no really, fu. That guy has no, no fu. Yeah, Hicks has no fu. <laughs> I, I kind of wish the Stanton, yeah, the Stanton. I kind of wish the quote came from Stanton. I feel like that would have been, or even Donaldson, bro. Like if that came from Donaldson, that would fire me up. I'd be ready to run through a brick wall. But Hicks and Sabathia are boys, you know, he's going to be on that pop. But he said the, the uh, that's the attitude in the locker room. So everybody's feeling that way. They know they've been soft and it. they I, need to change. It's big. I love big it. time. Let's go. I think my I'm gonna say it for like the fifth time, but I think my or maybe we could use it as ours. But our slogan for the year: "Be the Yankees." The same. That's the yep. same thing. Let's do it. Now I could already see opening series. We're going into the Red Sox series with that fu, and we lose on like a walk off home run blown lead as we did every single time. It would last be so year. Yankees. <laughs> be uh, so and not even Yankees, bro. It would be so New York. It would be so New York. New York sports is uh, really going down the tubes but let's uh let's go to these uh the season outlook um is there any one that you guys want to highlight first that you want to get into i mean i think the easy one the new addition josh donaldson I all right so hear. let's start off with josh you think he's hitting 30 home runs this year at least the bringer of rain as he's been called <laughs> the bringer of rain i personally am going to take the under on 30 home runs and i don't even think he's going to come close to 30 Really? I think I really? think Donaldson's going to hit 21 on the dot. 21? Really? I, Again? Could, I could I could see him hitting um I could see him hitting 30. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I expect him to take a little bit of a dip. Um nope. he still rakes. I'm going to plug Baseball Savant again. If anyone wants to go take a look at his Baseball Savant page, you'll see that he still rakes, but he's 36. Um personally, I don't um think we can expect that same production from him but i still think he'll be a really good um addition for us now in 135 games last year his age 35 season he did hit 26 and again just a little note we are doing these predictions based off these guys playing a full season yes. we are not here to we're not doctors we're not going to be predicting injuries like again we are the new york yankees we probably will have some big injuries over the course of the season but these projections are basing it off of them playing a full season this year Brian, what do you think? Over under 30 for Donaldson. I am going to take the over, but I also agree with you, Chase. He's not going to have a crazy homer season, but I'm, I'm one of, I see him at like 28 ish, like just scraping it, like a little more than last year, but he's not going to, yeah, I see, I see him in 28. And I'm actually looking at perhaps um, my line is a little too low. Sorry to interrupt. 21. I'm going to stick with my, I'm going to stick with my, I think that is a little low. I'm going to stick with my 21 though. Keep going, Brian. Sorry to interrupt. No, stick with your gut, man. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I think, um, this is something I actually didn't know. I'm just looking at some of his past seasons. So, so the last full season he played before last year was 19 because 20 was also the shortened season and he was also hurt. But in 2019 with the Braves, he hit 37 home runs, had 94 RBIs while hitting 259. He finished 11th in MVP voting. He no one talks about that. that. He had he, he had that, that good of a season. He had that good of a season in 2019. And I guarantee a lot of listeners and a lot of baseball fans in general completely forgot or didn't even know he was on the Atlanta Braves. 
Exactly. That's, that's three so, years removed, though, from him being on the Braves, right? Three years now? That's three mm-hmm. years ago? It was 19. It was his 33, age 33 season. And then, no, obviously, so. you can't – obviously, the 2020 season, you can't really put much into that. And then so, – I mean, his last, his last two full seasons, Yeah, but 2021 – Elite. Like I said last year, he spent a stint on the DL – Right. IL now, sorry. Right. He's going to sit on the IL in April, and he still played 135 games, and the rest of the season mm-hmm. he was healthy, and he hit 26 home runs. Regardless, we can all agree that the guy still absolutely rakes. So Yes. I think I think Josh Donaldson at the end of the year, like, of course, Judge is my favorite Yankee. I think he, at the end of the season, he might be, like, my favorite Yankee from this season. I think we're going to love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's funny, too, because I remember – um, when he was a Blue Jay, I remember he was one of your favorite players in the league. Oh. So I think it's kind of like funny that it's full circle See, now that he's on the Yankees. I used to, I used to have the Josh Donaldson haircut back in the day when I back uh, in my playing days. I used he, to idolize that guy. The thing about Brian is he loves to love players on rival teams. I don't get it. I will never get it. I cannot. It's a little. Look, it's a little <laughs> not true. I cannot. It's I cannot not look true. at a Red Sox. I cannot it's look at. Re- I cannot look at a Red Sox and say. I love that player. Like going into the season last year, Brian was telling us, Chase, do you remember how much he loves Xander? This is Bogart? yellow journalism. Never. This is yellow journalism. Dude, Brian, Alex Verdugo, dude, Brian loves Chris. How do you Hale. like Alec Verdugo? Brian oh, I don't anymore. I don't anymore. Listen, Brian for those of you listening Hale. that want to, you guys can listen to them, or you could believe me. I'm just a baseball fan. Okay. Mm. It's not, I, I, mean, just I like think baseball. Alex Verdugo is the my least favorite person in the entire world i, I don't like alex face. verdugo i no, hate his brian, face i hate his personality he's just he's just oh you know you know me. you know who brian definitely used to love danny oh. my one of my least favorite players ever <laughs> andrew benintendi oh brian oh, definitely I bet he did i will say i was a benintendi guy okay <laughs> of course you were no moving on he was a, he's a xander bogart's guy bro He's a Rafael Devers guy. Guys who rake against the Yankees. It's like, a little weird, and I think so a lot of our listeners probably I don't, I don't agree. Understand how. I I just no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider it. Let me just say this as my final thought about this because I don't, I'm not taking this defamation of character anymore. But <laughs> I think that I enjoy and appreciate how good guys were because someone who played baseball to hit how well they did at that level. I really. I just now, was very impressed and yes, appreciated look, that as no, as, right. as people personality wise. I don't. I don't love these guys. I just love them as players. He oh, loves stop. them. No, That's... you love them. See, <laughs> I would say stop. I'm the like. We're gonna always be the first people to admit when a guy is good. Like we know Xander Bogarts is good. I still I, hate Danny, him. I can already see like our Yankees group chat. It's like like. Xander Bogarts, Xander Bogarts pimps a, a first inning home run against Garrett Cole. Brian goes, oh, God, I love this no. guy. Oh, damn. Love don't say guy. that. Oh, That's don't so fire. Love this that guy. Like, look at the dugout. Sox that came against up. my Yankees, but I love him, man. Look at their dugout. They're no, fired I would up. Never. This is so awesome. <laughs> I would never be excited to watch somebody do anything to harm the Yankees. That, set, cut that off right there. I would never... I would never like be happy to see that. No, but I can never watch even if, even if they're not against the Yankees. I can't watch Alex effing Verdugo and say, "I love this guy. I want him to get a hit right here." I hate him. I want. No, well, I don't think Brian thinks that against the Yankees. He definitely doesn't think that. No, how could you think I think that? <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't. Um, let's move on to the next player, though. Um, let's go into a little bit of an outlier here in Joey Gallo. Oof. What are what's the consensus here? What do you guys think? Do you guys Ryan, want me to go like first? To yeah, you can go first. Okay, Ryan, so I expect Gallo to have a very very similar year from la- to last year, but I think his home run numbers will go up significantly. I think he's going to hit over forty home runs he hit with the with the short porch. He hit thirty eight home runs last year. Can't really significantly get with much the short porch, but I know what you're saying. He only hit like I don't know the stat off the top of my head, but he only hit like. 
a small amount, a way small amount than a smaller amount than I thought he was going to hit in Yankee Stadium. He hit. Uh, I have the numbers right here. Uh, he he hit 13 home runs in 58 games with the Yankees. Um, he won 60 batting average again, again with guys like Joey Gallo. You can't really rate batting <laughs> average though. Can't really rate batting average, but they were t- 303 on base percentage with the Yankees. Like we could all agree there were like when Joey Gallo came up last, came up to the plate last year, there was no confidence in him doing anything. He, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think he's got a 41 Homer season in him. And I think he's got an 844 OPS. Everybody loves to talk about OPS with Gallo. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think he's got an 844 OPS in him. What do you what do you think, Brian, about Gallo? Um, I had his OPS lower. I had his OPS at like 810, actually. Really? I did. He's uh, he's he I think people get a little because as I was researching him, I think people get like a little um I'm trying to find the word like a little not on like sure because he walks more than anybody in the league. If, like I'm actually looking at his year last year, he led the league in both walks and strikeouts. Yeah, so so bizarre. Um, yeah, he's one of the more I would consider maybe the most interesting player in baseball because yeah. you like I know baseball fans in general are completely divided on if he's good or not. Like, and I've never seen anyone like that. But because, because a lot he of fans- walks as much as he does. I'm just saying just as much he walks so much does not necessarily mean his his on base range is going to be that high because he doesn't get a lot of hits. Yeah. So that's why I have his, that's why I have his OPS lower, but in terms of the home run thing, I agree with you. I think he'll, uh, he'll have a higher number than last year, but I don't think he hits 40. I have him more like low thirties. Like I had, I had 30 really? as my, what I, yeah, I had 30 as what I had, but I could see him hitting up he hit to 38 35. last year in total. I mean, that was between Texas and New York, but he had 38 in total. So are you yeah. saying just rate wise in Yankee stadium or are you just as a year total? Like that you said, okay. you got to, you got to factor in the short porch too, obviously. Yeah. And yeah. Gonna, you I have mean, to assume I, he's going to be comfortable now in Yankee stadium. Hmm. I don't know if I do assume that. And you guys know I'm kind of a Gallo supporter, actually. I just, yeah. I mean, if you guys actually haven't seen, like, you know, they mic'd him up the other day. It seems like he's getting along with all the guys. It seems like he's yeah, like, no, they're actually like really him. funny. So, boys. He's, he's actually kind of funny, dude. Gallo's Jake's awesome. Think, back in the day. He's actually kind of hilarious. I think, I think Gallo's like a pretty entertaining guy. He's, he's interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, like, I, I like the guy. I do like the guy. I think, um, I, I just said 30, but yeah, no, Chase, you're right. I, I would give him more like towards the 35 range. I think mm-hmm. I agree. What you said, like similar year, I had him hitting like 213, which would actually, would actually be kind of a little up there for him. Yeah. I have him at, um, sorry, Danny, I have him yeah. really quick at 204. I think I already said that though. Did I say that? Mm. It doesn't matter. No, what you were you saying, you Danny? Didn't say average. But one of my favorite stats, a couple of my favorite stats of all time, I remember watching Joey Gallo hit his 55th home run at the time he had 52 singles. And then he hit his 100th home run before he hit his 100th single. I think that is just crazy to me. One of my favorites, like those are my favorite sets of all time. I don't understand that at all. Like you said, he's a bizarre player. But Bro, he's so weird. He only has like, I think it's nine sack flies over his entire career. And he's a power hitter. He's a guy who hits the ball in the air. It makes no sense. It makes absolutely all balls no sense. in the air are home runs though. Sacrifice flies. Yeah. Sacrifice flies in Seven years. I'm looking at baseball reference. You said he had nine. Yeah. What is it? Two. Two? Then that, Two. that can't be right. That can't be right. Two. No, <laughs> I actually absolutely. remember that. I, I think I remember him hitting one last year, and they was and they said that that was Joey Gallo's second yep. sack fly in his whole career. Yes, his one, well, his one of the, his one of last year. He hit one in 2019, 
and then one last year and it came with the Yankees. Well, spread of the news fans. I'm sorry to steer you guys the wrong way about that. I really thought it was like eight <laughs> I mean, or nine. nine still wouldn't be a high number. It's, it's still but... ridiculous. Regardless, it's two makes it even worse. I don't know how, a, how a guy who hits the ball in the air and only hits, like Brian said, usually when he hits in the air, it goes out, but it's, that's insane. Yeah. Listen, I'm also on Savant. So he's in the bottom first percentile on whiff percentage. Okay. So he's, he's at the very bottom of the league at swinging and missing, but then he's at 95. He's at the 95th percentile in chase rate. So he's at the very mm-hmm. top of the league in swinging and missing outside of the zone. So again, <laughs> I've never seen a guy like this. He's not going to chase anything, but when it's, it's in his own, he's either going to, he's either going to completely miss it or hit a home run. That's all. You, that's, yeah. that's it. Yeah, it's it's, it's concerning, especially bizarre. to have him in the middle of the order. Elite defense, gonna... though. Elite defense. Elite throw defense. Elite defense. Yes, you can't. Defense is one like hitting. Obviously, we're going to take into account first, but defense is still very important. It's right up there. Like, yeah. And one moment stands out to me: Fenway Park last year when he dropped a fly ball. But we won't oh. talk about that right now. Oh, but you're right. Everybody though. had. The everybody makes errors. No, you're right. Yeah, the defense is there. Um, Danny, really quick uh, about Gallo. What do you What do you think his home run total uh, amounts to be? I. As much as I would like to say 40 plus, I'm going to go around 35. Okay. I think. I mean, obviously, we're going to be a little more optimistic of players. I mean, I was surprised with Chase saying 21 with Donaldson, but like, obviously, we want all these guys to do good, but I'm going to say around 35. Yeah. 35 to 40. Next, let's talk a little bit about uh, John Carlo. Big freaking G, man. Love him. I think. A lot of I think a lot of the younger fans can relate to John Carlo and thinking he's the beast. He's the beast, but I think a lot of the older audience doesn't like John Carlo. Um, so if you are a part of our older audience, <laughs> this is for you. We can be, we can hype up John Carlo to you. Who wants to take the lead here? Me. He he's is my guy. Awesome. My guy. Yeah, Brian, you can uh, take the lead. You guys could both attest at the at the very height of it when he was getting booed at Yankee Stadium. Everyone's calling for his head. Oh, awful. I was right there with you, Brian. a bag of chips. I was awful. outraged by this. He, this Curious. guy so is, I. I will go on record to say there has never and probably will never be a more unfairly hated and underappreciated Yankee than Giancarlo Stanton. He nope, has done never. so much for this team, even in his – quote down years the first year he was on the team i'll never forget everybody was like we got to get this guy out of here he had 38 homers and had 100 rbis yeah. i'm not even looking at why did we I trade for him that oh because. well who said that i, I don't know a lot of the old that. like you said a lot of like because, because he had such bad stretches the boomers he had such bad stretches but at the end of the mm-hmm. day he's going to be good i'm looking at it right now first of all i've i don't think i've ever even seen the hundredth percentile in baseball reference but he's in the hundredth percentile of max exit velo and hard hit percentage so i mean we know when this guy connects it's it's unlike it nothing you, anyone's ever. I mean, seen. his double down the line, his two run double down the line the other day in spring training was it ripped, ripped. When he especially, hits, it's just wow. Love seeing him at the plate. Especially with his contract right now, he's his his contract is only hitting us at twenty two million on the luxury tax. So, for a guy that gives you that kind of production, um, I think is a serious serious bargain. Especially when you look at how players are getting paid now. Yeah, I. Love John. All three of us love John Carlo, and I think every Yankee Listen, fan should um, love John Carlo. But like he also, yes, he does go should. through. Then, so um, he has been listening to this. I'm... Go ahead, Brian. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm just gonna say. Uh, you know, we're talking about the older Yankee fan. And I want to shout out my my grandpa. Love you, but uh, <laughs> yeah, my grandpa <laughs> my, is oh, the man, biggest John Carlos ten hater that there <laughs> ever was. 
And, and also, um, if we want to use the more traditional stats, he is a 268 batting average guy, which is well above league average now. And he had 273 last year, which people really don't take that into account. And he's been nothing but good for us. He, I'm not going to sit here and say he's been the most consistent guy, but what baseball player mm-hmm. is. He's had horrendous stretches. We could agree with that. Yes, but he has. Don Carlos Stanton is a very good player, and people should like him, like we said, yes. I guess, but in those in those stretches where he seems like he just can't find himself, he follows it up where with – an even longer stretch where you literally just can't get him out. Talk about guys you can't get out. And I'm not talking about Kyle Higashioka, Brian, but there are <laughs> points in the year where you literally cannot get John Carlos Stanton out. Bro. And I'm looking at his um, postseason stats right now. He, this is not, this is really where we should put a lot of emphasis on him because he's a real, he is a big, big time player in, in the big moments. John Carlo is hitting 297 in the postseason with nine homers, 17 RBIs and 13 runs scored in 18 games in his postseason career. Yep. Um, I mean, what more can you say about the guy mm-hmm. for, for in the shortened season, season in the shortened season, when we played the Rays in the ALDS, Stupid. he was our only single handedly carried us he single handedly carried us to game even, five even, that um, year. There was, there was a stretch. I want to say um, maybe it was that year towards the end of the season when Judd was hurt and the whole team was hurt. And he was literally our offense for like mm-hmm. that second half. I'm not yep. exactly sure what year it was, but I, you guys know what I'm talking about. He yeah. was literally in his offense. Yep. But if we want to get into my predictions, which you guys can go after me, I got him uh, right around his, his average, his average batting average for his career is 268. I got him right around there at 265. Um, I think he's going to have like an OPS of 873, which is above league average. And I got him at well, 33 homers, 95 RBIs. I know those numbers don't sound. Like, What'd you say his OPS sound was? Like you know, crazy. Uh, for me, I have him at like 873. Um, which we're honestly, really, I mean, we're really close. His career average. We're really close. His career average is 901. So I'm honestly kind of undercutting him a little bit. But um, he, uh, like, again, I have him at like 33-ish homers, kind of around Gallo's number, and he's gonna have uh, close to 100 RBIs again if he plays a full season. I think so. He- I'm very excited to watch him again. A season ago, you said his OPS well above league average. You're saying the 873. The league average OPS last year, and again, that's on base plus slugging. So his the league average OPS last year was 728, which is significantly lower than. Really oh, average. I, it was. I thought it was like 800. I didn't know that. Yes. No, so no, no, no. Usually, I feel like usually it would sit around like 750. But I'm looking at the years now. I mean, it in the last. How many every year? It got it was 250 in 2017, 258 in 2019, but it's been below 250 really forever. 2009 was the last time it was above 250, uh, 750. After that, did I say 250? I meant 750. Yeah, I have Stanton at 37 home runs. I think he's gonna have another yep. big year for Definitely. us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I mean. What more can you say about the guy? I mean, I know all three of us are big fans of him, so I guess there's not really much more to say. So I guess we can um, move on to our next player. But um, I would like to hear what the fans think. So if you guys um, feel different about John Carlo, because I know he's very um, hated very for contra- no reason, controversial uh, to a lot of fans. So go to our Instagram. I will, I will give the fans the credit, and I think I think most Yankee fans, hopefully, and they should have, but I think they have come around to him after this year because. That people, uh, if you're watching the games, you know this guy is very good. Again, yeah, go, still some of the boomers, though. Go to our Instagram at spread in the news, um, no G in spreading, so just at spread in the news and tell us how you feel about John Carlo heading into 2022. So now we can move on to our final hitter that we were going to talk about today in Glaber. So we were talking about Glaber a little bit before. Um, 
I know me and Danny are big Glaber fans. Brian, since I guess you're the outlier here, let's let's hear your thoughts on Glaber first going into the uh, this season. All right, listen, you guys want to frame me as this complete Glaber hater, and I know that's I've not what I mean. For way. the record, that's not what I mean. That's <laughs> not what I, I don't think you're a Glaber hater, but I'm. I don't. I don't love him anymore. I did when he was good. <laughs> but, he was but, good. Um, Listen, we know in New York it's the what have you done for me lately, and I would say mm-hmm. that Glaber has not done much for me lately, personally. No. Um, I think not. he'll be better. I, he will be better this year. The The thing that I get into with Glaber is that I've heard multiple people tell me they think Glaber is just like this perennial all-star 25-plus homer guy, which Mm-mm. is just not true. I, it's just not true. And I, and. I guess maybe it's that's not his fault that he's not that because I think I like to bring up with him is that he was never supposed to be that. If you look at his um, scouting report reports. coming out of the minors, he was never his he was a contact was guy. never yeah. a thing. Like that was never supposed to be a thing with him. He was supposed to be like a, mm-hmm. yeah, a good contact guy, a good fielder, which he is not a shortstop. But we'll get into that. Yeah. But um, so listen, he had the thing. You know, everyone likes to bring up that year. He had, again, yes, he had 38 home runs. I remember in 2019, uh, which I well, think the balls were juiced that year because if you remember, Brett Gardner hit over 20. So he had I think 28. That that year, Brett Gardner hit 28 in 2019, and we love oh, Brett Gardner, but he should not be hitting 28 home runs. That's nearing 30. Yeah. yeah. So Glaber has done nothing but regress the past two years. Uh, like, uh, and he's been hurt. I, I think he got hurt in 20. Um, I'm sorry, he, he's been hurt. Like, he actually has. Well, he's actually played the games. I'm sorry, but he's just not the consistent guy that we all hoped he would be since that 19 fluke year. I think um, he he is just not going to hit the home run production that you want. So if you want my my look for him, I think he's going to hit like I got him at like 261, which is good. It's above league average. I'm not saying he's going to get his he'll hit his singles. I got him hitting 14 homers. So 14. <laughs> if you want. Damn. What did I have him at? I mean, Hang on, let me look really quick. I had n- Glaber, nine last year. I had Glaber at sixteen this yeah. year. Okay, so we're kind so of so we're kind of right there. I had him at eighteen. So, just really quick before um, we talk a little bit more about Glaber, um, I remember I made a post about Glaber on Yankees Pinstripes again. I'll plug it there. But <laughs> I made a post about Glaber across a nineteen-game stretch in twenty twenty-one. Torres played when he was playing second base. So the last, the final nineteen games of the year. He hit for an average of 300. He hit two home runs and six RBIs with an OPS of 815. So the sample size of 19 games is small, but the improvement was there. So I think another thing, even when you're thinking back to Gary Sanchez, I think that's another big thing with Glaber. I think just the mental thing is getting to him with him being at short. And I think everybody talking crap, talking shit about him, um, at short being a bad defender, I think really gets in his head. So I think hopefully him being at second base this year, if um, kind of Falefa plays full-time short, I think hopefully that can help Glaber out a little bit at second. I think it will too. But again, I want to say though, I mean, Chase, you call me a big Glaber believer. I will say I am not that. I just think it is too early to write him completely off. I think he can bounce back. And I honestly have high hopes. Again, we're going to be very optimistic. That's exactly how I feel. I have high hopes that he will bounce back and can bounce back because he is still young going into his age 25 season, but I am not like a big Glaber believer. I think he can bounce back and I hope he does. And it is too early to write him off, but I did have his home run. Uh, around 18. Yeah. 18, which is, yeah, I honestly can't even seeing, uh, I, I'd be surprised if he had 18 to be honest. Like I'm going to, I already said it before, but I will 
everyone can come back to this whenever, but I'm very confident that Gleyber Torres in a Yankee uniform will never hit 38 home runs again, and I don't think never. he's going to come close. I'd be surprised if he hit 25, honestly. Yeah. It's really um, sad when you really think about see, it. And I remember right. going, back to what, going back to what you said about the scouting report, though, first real quick. When in 2018, when he came up and hit 24 home runs, it was awesome when he came when he came up for a lot of stretches. But I remember watching the game and they brought up his initial scouting report from the majority of scouts. And it said, again, it's going to be a contact hitter and could maybe his ceiling get a, be a 15 to 20 home run guy. So he was never supposed to be that power guy. The 38 fluke year, like you said, I don't think we're going to see that ever again. Yeah, he, he wasn't. And that that fooled the fans. And I. I will agree that maybe myself, including probably a lot of other people, held him to maybe too high of a standard. He he really he is not that guy that we saw in 2019, and he was never supposed to be. So Glaber's another guy though that's like an absolute behemoth in the playoffs. I'm not going to get into that just for the sake of time, but um, he's another guy who has really performed in the playoffs um, when we needed him. But we can move on to. Sorry, go ahead. We didn't talk about you said that's the last guy we wanted to talk about, but we were going to talk about we, uh, Cole too. After yeah, this. but we didn't talk about Aaron Judge's predictions, did we? I don't, I don't remember saying. Well, we talked a lot about him in the extension thing. If we want to give our quick slash yeah. lines or something, we can over under thirty eight homers over for big Aaron Judge. Over a Judge is going to finish top three in MVP voting. That's my big prediction for him. Yep. Really. Uh, Yes, I agree. I think he's gonna, I agree. I think he's gonna hit. Um, sorry to interrupt you, Brian, but really quick, I think he's gonna hit um, 43 this year and 103 RBIs. I had him at 43 as well. 43, 43 homers, 43 45, homers, 103 RBIs, 289 average. Look, maybe we're being biased Yankee fans, but I think contract year. I think he's got a lot to prove. I think he's gonna really, really play and this again, year. Again, Yankee fans, boomer Yankee, older Yankee fans do like to say that Aaron Judge. Is another guy strikeout home run, but he's not, he hit 287 last year. If you want to talk batting average, it's a great batting average. And I think I like Chase piggybacking off what you said. Big prediction for Aaron Judge is going to be top three in MVP, and he will not be three and he will not be two. He is winning MVP. Wow. Really? We got the Judge MVP training. Why do you say that? Can go ahead, Brian, and then I'll go into what I was going to say. I just had a quick thing. Listen, I was I wasn't even going to talk about the MVP stuff. I and he's in there every year. I had him at 43, uh, 43 homers and a hundred RBIs on the dot chase, so we were pretty right there with each other. But two, um, I had two him at, hosts, I did have it. Two hosts with a great feel for each other. That's all. Great it is, feel man. for each hey. other. See, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and Danny too. I had Danny that right too. around there too. Oh I had forty five home runs, about one hundred five RBIs. Sure, Danny. Go ahead, bro. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I had his average at 275, which is still great. I mean, I'm not the biggest batting average guy anyway, but um, it, I mean, if you want to see a great baseball savant page, just pull up this guy. You see, you'll see straight red. He, he, strike out, he strikes out a lot, but the whole league does. I mean, there's nothing it's more to say. Uh, oh, the, the, yeah, I agree. The MVP thing, um, I said that last year that he was going to win MVP, and I wasn't really thinking about it, but you know what? Let's, let's have the whole podcast triple down. Aaron Judge MVP. Let's do it. Yeah, well, well Chase only said top three. I don't three. know if he's going to win. Bro, it's tough. I, I, no, I now you're tripling down. Now you're tripling down. You don't have a choice. You don't, you don't have, have a choice. choice. Judge MVP. Fuck it. MVP. <laughs> <laughs> now, again, Brian, back to what you said before about the 100 percentile on Baseball Savant. This guy, Aaron Judge, in 2021, is in the 100 percent, was in the 100 percentile for average exit velocity, max exit velocity, and hard hit percentage. Three. Of the and he's also in the ninety. He's in the ninety ninth for ex- expected. He was in the ninety ninth for expected, expected batting, batting average. average. So that's which 
That's for all the boomers, go to his baseball savant page and look at how really good this guy is, and you'll really average. appreciate him more for being a New York Yankee. I think we're being, I think we're being too hard on the boomers, guys. Can we let off the boomers? <laughs> all right, boomers. We're let off. Are, are we even assuming that the boomers are really going to listen? They're going to hear one talk about. They're going to hear us say that Joey Gallo is good, and that's over. They're going to turn it yeah, off. They turn it off right <laughs> there. That's so true, dude. I didn't even think about that. That could be detrimental to the program. <laughs> <laughs> Crap. All right. I say I, we all know we all know how we feel about Judge. I say we move on to Cole. All right. Um, big, big prediction for Cole. I'll go first. I think Cole. I'm just gonna say right out of the gate, Garrett Cole is winning the American League Cy Young Award winner. Oh I've God, we're gonna have the MVP. Oh, wow. Cy Young. I've been saying this. I've been saying this in our in our Yankee and among among our friends. I've been saying this in our Yankees group chat for months after um the wild card start. That dude is gonna have a fire in him, and he's gonna win the American League Cy Young this year. Damn, that is yeah, Yankee yeah, fandom if I've ever seen it. Aaron Judge yeah, winning MVP, uh, Garrett. He's Cole. top three every single year. I don't know why that's such a bad prediction. It's not the he's, fact he that we just went on about Aaron Judge being MVP. I said Judge would be top three at first. I didn't say he'd win it until you guys told me no, to no, triple down. No, you said he'd win it. You said he'd win it. Look, I, I maybe I'm a little biased, but I think he's going to win the Scion with a 2.87 ERA. 260 strikeouts. 2.87. Wow. 2.87. 260 strikeouts. He's going to be an absolute. Players, and we're going to go back to Aaron Hicks. Players are going to fear Garrett Cole this year. Aaron, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Garrett Cole definitely has FU in him. If anybody does, I do. Yeah. I call that the um that that my favorite thing. I you guys know I've said this in the group chat. The uh, FU fastball. I call it when he just throws an he throws a 98 to fastball balls. up in the zone. Yeah, and it's just like here, try to hit it. And that's and they just swing through it and he walks off the mound. It's my favorite. Now, I was gonna ask you guys an over under question on Garrett Cole and go ahead, go ahead. Two eight seven. Bro, I was gonna say I was gonna put the over under on that at like three 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 five. Yeah, I mean three, that's what I have. Two eighty seven. Yeah, I have it. I have him at a three point two seven. Wow, now, now I just feel like a jackass. T- with the again with the spider tag, like I'm looking at his. Jeez, you could be right, bro. Garrett, Cole right? Last, hey, stick bro, to your gut, Cole, man. Cole last year he was better. He figured. I don't want to say he, was, he wasn't better without the spider tag. He wasn't better. So let me just, just get false. that straight. He wasn't better, but. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett Cole, Garrett Cole did get worse after the spider attack. But once he started to find his rhythm, then he hurt his hamstring, and then that's when everything spiraled downward. Mm-hmm. This year, he's going to be healthy. Yeah. He had a full off season to figure out the spider attack situation. Like I said, in his first spring training start, his rotations. Um, uh, I don't even know what 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 is, I, my my mind is going blank. His uh, spin rate is way up this year so far in spring training. Through one start, he's going to be a big player this year, and he's going to win the mm-hmm. American League. 2022. That's Award. I know the Garrett Cole and Yankee haters are going to love this, but April and May, 143 and 218 ERA, respectively. And June, 465. July, 471. August, 0.51, which is amazing, but he pitched significant only 17 innings in that month. Danny, what's the common denominator for that? Sure, you could say the spider tack. But, but he was said, hurt. He yes. had the hamstring injury. Yes, but he rounded he rounded out the year in September, going back to 33 innings of September with a nice 513 ERA. My name I is Garrett, Garrett Cole, Cole <laughs> and I'm going to win the American League 2022 Cy Young Award. We now this is this I is love Garrett Cole. This isn't me slandering Garrett Cole and Garrett Cole in here. This isn't me slandering Garrett Cole. I I think he's great. Booney. Like I said, we don't have to worry about him. But Booney. 287 man. Booney, what do you what do you think about Garrett Cole this year? 
yeah, we really love everything that big Garrett, <laughs> big Garrett does for us day in and day out. He's just a, just a good player for us. And he's a great Better. presence in the clubhouse. Better. And we just, we love him. We love having him around here. God, Aaron Boone, shut the thanks. fuck up. Thanks. Thanks, Booty. <laughs> God, Aaron, I hate you. Well, if you guys want to give um, your – or Brian, if you want to give your quick over-under for his uh, – what was Danny's line? 330 ERA or 335? What do you think? I, I had it – yeah. I had him at a 3.27, so pretty close to what Danny had. I had him okay. at a 3.27, which is still, that's still like a very good ERA. It's like that's top of the it's league. Not a 287, it's not a 287. <laughs> no, that'll that'll be top of the league around. That, that's like probably a top 10 ERA. So I'm, like I'm – but – um, he'll be he'll be he'll be in the signing conversation definitely he was last year as much as people uh people like, you know forget he really he really was, or was yeah it second? he came in third and he no he came in second he was second second he was second he was right there he was right there and um he's he'll be right there again he's still Garrett Cole he's got he's had a whole offseason now to figure out how to throw without the spider attack um I mean mind you like we already talked about he him he got a kind of slapped around by the pirates today but again he was just <laughs> tra- testing out sequences in his fastball thanks he'll be fine he'll be there He'll be there. He'll be there opening it's day, and I'm uh, I am ready. I'm ready to go into battle with uh, behind Garrett Cole to start the season. I'm ready. We all are. Yankee fans all should be as well. So just for the sake of time, we really need to move on. Um, Danny, really quick, over under three three uh three three zero. Which was your line? Three three zero. I'm gonna put him at three two nine, right below that. Three two nine. Well, we'll come back at the end of the year. We'll look at these and we'll go over them. And, and I'm we'll sure we will be exactly correct. How miser- miserable we were or how great we were. So uh, as much as we would love to talk about the rest of the pitchers and every single hitter in the Yankee lineup, we can't for the sake of time, like I said. So we're just going to go into um, the American League East and our final record prediction for the Yankees. Um, who wants to take the lead first on the final American League East standings? Actually, no, I guess it would make sense to do record first and then standings. The Yankees, who won 90, I'll go first. The Yankees, who won 92 games last season. And as we've talked about, they did get better, not as much better. I'm going to put them at 94 and 68. Exactly what I had as well. (laughs) Damn, damn. I have that. Chase about to say 105 wins. No, I have, (laughs) I'm not, I'm not, I have them at 91. So we're not one. We're not really? far apart, but I have them at ninety-one. I put that as I put so that as a little far year. apart from us. I mean, then they won ninety-two last season. So I have them at ninety-one simply because, um, you know what, man? Now I'm kind of thinking differently. No, stop! You can't do this. Go with your gut. No, because no, because he's right. They they, they did they got better and they had they had ninety-two. That was my rationale. Year. If you wanna. He's right. I didn't even think my about rationale that. They about got better it was... and they had 92 last year. So I'll, I'll, I'll meet you in the middle. I'll say 93. Final prediction, 93. Okay. My rationale behind my prediction, Dan, you could give yours after, is again, that yes, like we said, they won 92 games last year. And like I said in the first episode, the lineup they're uh, rolling out this year for the full season is much better. Bruce, um, you have a full year. You have a, yeah, you have a full year of Anthony Rizzo now. You have a full year of Joey Gallo, who we think will improve. You have Josh Donaldson. At third, you have Isaiah Connor Falefa playing short. You have Glaber on the bench now. So offensively, and I mean, everyone's talking about hitting. We cannot forget that. I disagree with you. Yeah, but we we can't forget how much this team improved defensively. If you have, if you really have, which I think is what it should be, but if you had um, Stanton, 
Stanton, Gallo, and Judge, uh, left to right, that's the best offensive, and it's up there in the defensive outfields in baseball. Mm-hmm. So that was a problem for them last year. Their defense is short up at short now, hopefully, if, if he, you know, we know IKF has the gold glove potential. Uh, Donaldson's also still a really good fielder. Rizzo is a gold glove guy, and DJ is also. You have a gold glove's po- possibilities across the whole infield. Mm-hmm. So the, the issue, though, is going to be if, is if DJ or Glaber starts. For the record, when we were talking Glaber Torres predictions, we were thinking, obviously, Glaber plays the full season. Plays every assuming day. He's a that's, starter. A, that's also true. That's yeah. also true. Mm-hmm. But the one thing – so, again, like I said, they got better, and I just explained why. But the reason I don't have them winning close to, like, 100 games is because of the pitching question marks. Yes. Agreed. As we talked about last pod. Agreed. Um, and it's also uh, the other teams in the American League East that I don't really see us beating out. Again, we'll get into that right now. So I have um, – it's so hard to count out the Rays, man, because they do it every single year no matter mm-hmm. what. So I'm just going to say Rays coming first. I'm going to say Rays one, Blue Jays two, Yankees three, Red Sox four, and Orioles five. Yankees end up going to the wild card. Um, and winning the World Series. <laughs> I'm not going to get into World Series predictions yet, <laughs> but hopefully a little bit down the road. What do you guys think about ALU's predictions? Brian, you can go first here if you would like. Um, I hate talking about the ALU's predictions because I don't think the Yankees are going to win it. So, <laughs> just um, so stacked, I like to man. say that they will. Yeah, as much as I say that they will. Um, 94 games, they will not win the American Blue Jays. Blue no, the Blue, Blue Jays, Jays at one. I think like I do. You might call me crazy if I I don't think if you go lineup wise to Blue Jays, a lot of people have like a top three lineup in baseball, and I agree it's really it's up there. It's it's really good, but I don't know. Like it's not going to be that much better than the Yankees. It probably will be, but not that much better. I where I see the problem is the pitching on each side. Their I bullpen is terrible. The the Blue Jays pay, bullpen on paper is terrible, so they could blow a lot of games. That's true. That's also true. I think I think their rotation is deep. They got the uh, Yusei Kikuchi at the five right now. Who we were talking about the Yankees trading for him, and he would have been like our number two. <laughs> so, yeah, he was an all star last like, year. He um, did fall off towards the end. You say Kikuchi did, but the first half of the season, he really was good. Yeah, well, I mean, he's their number five now. They got they got Barrios. They got Alec Manoa, big prospect who can go out there. Carves up the Yankees. He's going to be good. Can't forget about Kev- Kevin Gosman. Um, no, the, Kevin Gosman was. Did he win it last year? Who won the signing in the end of last year? Um, he was up there. He was a signing finalist. Wasn't it Scherzer? Um, no. I'll no. Kevin Gosman was. I don't Gosman was, was. I don't ter- think he was. It couldn't top. have been Gosman because he was terrible in the second half. Yeah, I don't think he was up to his. I think it was like five or six. I'll, I'll look it up right. He was okay. Kevin Gosman was he, six. I remember him. Corbin Burns won it. Six. Oh, dude, how do we forget oh, Burns, Corbin Burns? Burns, Burns? Yeah, yeah, I don't know how we forgot about That's Corbin a no-brainer. Burns. That's embarrassing. Um, yeah, but Gosman, like, Gosman's. Does Gosman do it again? I don't really know about that, but he, mm-hmm. he's still really good. And uh, Manoa, like uh, Manoa, like I said, and then like I said, like Kikuchi's their fifth guy, so like they have a good deep rotation. I do have them winning it. Um, the Rays are just the Rays, and I have them right. at second just because they're the Rays, and they just beat us every game, and they beat people with half the payroll the Yankees have. But that's it. And then I have the Yankees right there. I think we're going to win a couple more games with the Red Sox, and then the Orioles. Behind. Keep in mind, I don't think the Yankees will run away with third place. I think it's going to be. Very, very close, like within like few wins of each other to the Red Sox. Three, yeah, between three. I said oh. it. and also Brian, you left out you left out Ryu too. Hyunjin Ryu. Oh, Ryu, yeah, of course, yeah. Ryu. That's what made that's what makes Kikuchi the fifth. What do you think, Danny? One to five. <sighs> this is really tough for me. I've really gone back and forth between all four of these teams. Like, I 
don't think the Red Sox are as good, but like I could see them sneaking away with the American League East. I could see them sneaking above the Yankees, but I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Rays, New York Yankees, Blue Jays. Wow, Yankees are two. Yeah, I think it's going to be a surprise. I think it's going to be a surprise. I think people are underrating the Yankees. I mean, we saw that. We just were looking at that video of that clear Red Sox fans predicting the Yankee predicting the American League East, and none of them had a, the Yankees above four. But it's another thing, though. Like Alex Cora is such a good manager. It's like I can totally see them yeah. coming in like second or third. I agree. They could. I but think yeah, it's really it, it's such a toss up right now. But this division is. I was gonna so say yeah, toss up between the tough. It's, it's really good division. Well, I just think uh, it's another another wild card year, and but you know what. Uh, I always just have to think that the Yankees are going to win the World Series to help myself sleep at night. So, yeah, the Yankees going to win the World Series. Let's do it. Yeah, the Yankees will win the World Series. But, again, with wild card, people say, like, I nothing makes me kind of really more frustrated when people say, oh, they're not a World Series contender. They're going to sneak in as a wild card team, but they're not a World Series contender. If you make the playoffs, you're a World Series contender. You saw it with the Braves. You saw it with the Nationals winning it. If you make the playoffs, it's anybody's ball game at that point. If you're in the playoffs, you're a World Series contender. Agreed. Like we saw what happened in the Nationals a couple of years ago. Yes, yeah, Cinderella team. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so I think I that's that's gonna do it for my own thoughts. You guys have anything else you want to bring up really quick before we go? We'll see you guys after opening day. Let's go Yankees. Uh, don't we have one more episode before opening day? Cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> one more day. Yeah, that's we'll see you guys there. That's we'll see you guys in. right before. We'll see you guys right before opening day. We'll see you right before opening day. Uh, yeah. So thank you everyone for listening. Um, hopefully this episode wasn't as long as last week. We don't have a timer that to tell us whether it was or not. I think it might have actually gotten over. Uh, so let's wrap this up quick. <laughs> I really hope not. But. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. Remember to follow our social medias at uh, ST, official STNP pod uh, on Twitter and at spread of the news on Instagram. Uh, and then all of our personal socials are in the bios of each and we will see you guys next Monday or yeah, next Monday at noon. Sir. All right. This has been spread in the news. <laughs> <laughs>